Party people, welcome once again to the Party of One podcast, the actual play RPG podcast where the gaming table is always set for two. I'm your host as always, Jeff Stormer, and this week on the show, I am joined by Quinn Murphy for a game of Nova by Spencer Campbell. Nova is a rules-light tabletop RPG in which the sun has exploded and humanity struggles to hold on to what little light they have left. The players take on the role of the pilots of exosuits, called Sparks, exploring the dark ruins of old Earth, searching for the technology and knowledge that may just bring on a new dawn. This game is sick as hell, it is action-packed and cool, and it just feels exciting and fun and energetic in the way that I really want like action-based RPGs to really feel. It is an incredible game. I loved playing it with Quinn. I really think you're going to enjoy listening to it. This game rules. You can find more information about Nova at gilarpgs.itch.io, or you can check the show notes for more information. Now, a quick note that is one thing that I like about Nova in particular is there is a ton of third-party content that adds new sparks and enemies and lore to the game. You can find more information about that also in the show notes as part of the uh, Nova Jam, which was run, which is full of cool new supplements. This episode does use one of those supplements. It uses Nova Umbral, which is a supplement for Nova, which introduces an explorable zone called the Umbral, which is to say the the remnants of the moon. Uh, and that introduces lore, an enemy faction of undead machines called Death, a new spark, enemy types. Um, it's a very cool supplement. I wanted to showcase some of the cool third-party Nova stuff as well. You can also find all of that information in the show notes or head to Defianonke, that's D-E-F-Y-A-N-A-N-K-E dot itch dot I-O for more information. And finally, before we dive in, a special thank you to Diana Marie and TH, our newest backers on Patreon. Thank you so much for supporting Party of One, as well as all the games that I produce and all of the other things that I work on. Patreon backers get early access to episodes, they get raw audio of Party of One episodes, they get games a little bit early, they get a bunch of cool stuff. You can find more information about that at patreon.com slash jeffstormer. And with all that said, let's go ahead and dive in. Let's throw it over to me in the past so that he can get started with the show. Take it past me. Thanks, future me. This week, I am so very, very excited to be sitting down with Quinn Murphy. Quinn, thank you so much for coming on Party of hey, One. thanks for having me. I have been so excited. We were just, I, I am repeating what was literally just said off mic, but I have been so excited about this recording all day. Uh, we are we are two people that have been, we have been in each other's orbits for a very long time. And I, like, I am very excited to be sitting down to play this game with you today. How are you? How are you feeling today? Are you excited? I am super excited, uh, both to be playing with you and to be playing the game. And yeah, just having a really uh, uh, good good day um you know I'm, I'm i'm happy to be like doing something that's sitting down after like i just got beat up by like my personal trainer mm. um you know so <laughs> letting, letting, letting my body I'm, recover <laughs> i'm happy i'm happy to be your downtime activity let's do some let's do some therapeutic breathing uh this is gonna be great i am gonna try this is this is the, i'm leaving this on mic and i'm asking jen if she listens to this later to leave it on mic but i am trying so hard not to touch the pile of six-sided dice that i have just dumped out <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how that goes. Uh, listener, if you hear dice noises, that's on me and I apologize. Um, I could not be more excited. We are playing uh, We are playing Spencer Campbell's Nova today. And this is one of those games that I, I've heard Spencer talk about it so much over the, like, in the last, like, year or two, a year and a half. And seeing, like, the finished product, this is a, this is an absolutely gorgeous, gorgeous game. Yeah. Yeah. It's I, like, I, 
No, it's yeah, it's just like a tight, like well put together little little uh, game book. Like I'm, I, I, I love, I love my copy. It's just, it's, it's dripping. It is, it is dripping with, uh, with character and flavor. And this is a game. I'm going to introduce it. This is a tabletop game about exploring and rebuilding a world after the sun exploded. Uh, with Nova, we are telling the stories of the Sparks, brave individuals wearing exosuits fueled by the sun, who venture out into the dark. Suit up and get your systems ready. You are humanity's hope for a new dawn. Uh, the premise is that the sun exploded, which is, admittedly, a phenomenal way to start <laughs> off a game. Like, if you're coming up, if you're like, oh, what should my opening note for a game be? I'm like, the sun exploded is a pretty good one. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and we are we are sparks or you are you are playing a spark, which is someone wearing a an exosuit powered by the shards of the sun that crashed into the earth. Mm hmm. Yeah, this game like the that is it is such a good premise. And we are uh, you are going to be playing the shards. You are going to be embarking on a mission to protect your city, to bring something new to your city, to bring more light, literal and metaphorical to this place in which you live. And it is uh, sick and flavorful, and uh, I'm ready to dive in if you are. I, I am. Then let's rock and roll. Um, so how this is going to work, uh, because the way that the game works, uh, we begin by creating our city, the place where our, uh, our spark is the chosen defender. Uh, and then we are going to meet, meet our spark, the person wearing the exosuit, the pilot, as well as the suit itself. Then I'm going to give you a mission, and then we're going to play through that mission and hopefully uh, bring some bring some some life back to this city that is built around, like I said, a shard of the sun that has buried itself in the earth. So the one question that I want to ask you, I want to see each to throw in a detail to this city, but before we do that, I want to ask you, uh, like, give you give you a little bit of of what I see as the background of this uh, sunwell they're called, which are the big city structures built around these sun shards. I think this is a fairly small city structure because I envision this as a city where traditionally in the game, in the in the lore of the game, there are squads of these sparks. There are, you know, uh, you would have a traditional group of players. I think because it's just the two of us, I think this is a Sunwell in which you are the only spark for this particular, like, uh, this particular Sunwell. So with that in mind, what is what is a detail that comes to mind in your mind's eye when you envision this like small kind of like one one horse town of a of a sunwell in the post-apocalyptic earth? I, I, I picture this one like so I'm the only spark, right? But yeah. I, I, I wasn't the only spark, right? Oh. I picture I mm -hmm. picture these kind of like crazy decorate like large sort of like uh elaborate graves for the other members of my squad um in there and you know people sort of like there's like this sort of like desperate graffiti of like you know we miss you you know like 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 not 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 insulting graffiti but like kind of like you know like hopeful graffiti yeah like, like, as like, if it like would resurrect them. yeah right yeah like these you know murals and sort of stuff uh painted and so so those are like on the borders of the town. So I'm like the last of my squad. That's gorgeous. I think even building on that a little further, the thing that I envision 
is there is a a a landmark in my hometown of Philadelphia, which is the Philadelphia Magic Gardens, which are these like stone collages, like they're kind of gemstone collages that are built onto walls and they have murals built out of them. And I picture like at least one of these, uh, at least one of these, these art pieces is this like collection of like rocks that have been mined from the dusk mm-hmm. and the umbral, which are the sections outside of the city proper. And they've like assembled these rocks into the shape of one of these fallen. And I think the other note that I want to throw in is really leaning on that idea further. I think this is a, like, I think that sense, the sense of, the only way I can describe it is I think that sense of mourning bleeds through a lot of the city proper. I imagine this is a very quiet city. This is a city that has that, that, you know, there, there is not a lot of life in it, at least in this moment. It is a city that is mourning, you know, culturally important figures, right? Like, like this is a city that has lost people that are, that are very important to it. So it is a little quieter. It is a little more somber. It, you know, there are, there are, there are corridors. Cause I almost picture all of this being like inside in some capacity. There are corridors. Can I offer, can I offer like a slight like tweak on that? Please, uh, like, please do. Like, like what if instead of mourning, right? Um, so, so, so I picture the name of this, the name of this place being sunset, right? Sunset. Okay. I like that. Right. And, and, um, and kind of, there is this sort of, there, there, there is this sort of like, okay, we honor the dead and sort mm-hmm. of all these scenes that have passed, but somehow these people have sort of chosen, um, in the face of kind of, um, you know, uh, being in sort of this post sun apocalypse, um, world. And then, and then even in their, in their sun well, sort of all their sparks sort of like, dying and stuff with each death i feel like they've built hope anew and stronger i like that i i I love that i think it's exactly that's exactly direction i want to run with it is like it there's there's almost a defiance to it right Right, there's almost a sense of a sense of we're not gonna let you take let you take away this 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 home that we've built for ourselves and right i i love that a lot and so uh instead the detail that i want to throw in uh, and this kind of segues us in again, pulling from my, my beautiful homes, my, my beloved, my beloved Philly. Uh, this is a city that the energy that I get from it is, uh, the phrase that I hear used about, uh, East Coast cities a lot. This is a, this is a city that's not nice, but it's kind. This is a city right. that like people mm-hmm. won't necessarily like greet you with a good morning. But, like, they won't hold a door for you, but, like, when somebody needs to move, when there is, like, a when somebody is old enough, they're moving out of their, their parents' house, like, mm-hmm. the whole block shows up. And, right, like, there are just up. people mm-hmm. grabbing boxes. Mm-hmm. And I think we – I almost want to – I want to zoom in on one of these uh, to, to meet, our, meet our pilot. Uh, where is your character – what is unfolding around them? Why is there a particular commotion on their kind of city block as they are contacted via like solar hologram by by a representative of the of the of the Sunwell itself bringing them a mission of great dire import? 
Um, you know, I think it's just like the noise in like celebration um, of yet another uh, of like kind of the, the sunset sort of, they have these like sunlight parades that they sort mm-hmm. of do for the, you know, sunlight sort of celebrations that they do like periodically for the, like, for the different sparks, but as, as the sparks in, in this defiance that they've built, right? Like, as, as yeah. each of the sparks have died, they just go, okay, well, instead of like going, we don't do them for this spark, we just take their, we just take their celebration and give it and move it to another one of the sparks. And so That's all great. the other That's sparks cool. are dead. <laughs> so, so I get them like on like, a, like a weekly basis <laughs> now. And I- it's, Oh, sorry. I love that. Uh, I love that so much. And I, 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 I envision that like, I I said hologram, but I'm actually now pivoting away from that because the idea of someone walking through that with like a computer tab, like a hologram tablet walking amongst this like parade and people are wearing these like paper mache Mm -hmm. spark, uh, like spark suits and they Mm -hmm. are. Like, and there are, there is, there is like a, a, an elaborate costuming and puppetry angled to mm-hmm. it. And like somebody walking among that and like coming to your apartment and like ringing the doorbell. Like what, where do we find you? Are you like among the people or are you kind of like am, tired I, of this? I, what I is am, your vibe? I am, I am in my apartment or house, um, you know, like, like the, like you're just deafening noise and celebration. It is just, it is, it is joyous outside. Mm-hmm. Um, and I am like in my house, uh, like, you know, I sort of the camera is like in me on my bed with my, with a pillow over my head, just kind of like trying to sort of like drown it out and just like, I'm like, I'm like burdened with the hopes of these people right now. Mm hmm. And I think this, uh, your superior, which I am going to name them, I'm going to say she, her pronouns, and her name is, let's go, uh, oh, I just had, let's go, uh, what is the term for, um, let's go Vex Aperture, Vex Aperture is her name, Vex comes in. Uh, she's got a cybernetic arm and it's very, um, like wire. She's got a cybernet, like a very wiry cybernetic arm. And she walks in and in her other arm, she's holding this tablet. And she kind of like looks back at the party and looks over at you and is like, don't feel like celebrating with the people on this one. You know, and, and like, I kind of like pull the pillow off my head and sit up and just like, please, please tell me you have a mission. I got to get out of here. <laughs> I do, but your first objective is going to be getting through them, and I don't think that they're gonna they're gonna let you leave. But like, we'll you figure, can't, we we'll can't, figure we something can't, out. We, we can't we can't do some sort of like, you know, helidrop in. You, you know, like, help me out. As as though as though flying a helicopter over your apartment isn't going to raise more suspicion. I mean, I I don't I don't care about suspicion. I just can't. Vex, I, I. I love sunset, but I can't breathe right now. Believe me, I get it. I've I've been at this a long time, and <laughs> you're not the first spark to say that to me. And she pops open. She goes, but 
the good news is I've got a getaway for you. It might not be your favorite, but I've got a getaway for you. And she sets the tablet down and the screen pops up. And what is your character's name? I realize we haven't actually introduced your character. Mm. Vile. Like, not like vile, like a villain, like vile, like Mm -hmm. a a potion, kind of like V-I-A-L. Sick. I love it. Um, So we pop open the mission briefing and... Uh, like it opens up and it starts, you, you kind of get one of these 3d maps of, uh, like a sun well, not unlike sunset. Mm-hmm. It's actually a neighboring sun well. This one is called, um, this one is called retina. Uh, retina is, is, was, uh, like one that was nearby. It wasn't like none of the sun wells are, cl- are particularly close, but this one was about like the next nearest sun well. And, like, you're seeing it, and, like, this representation, you know, it's glowing, it's beaming, there are, there are kind of, like, hover cars flying around it, people are zipping in and out, and then the, the, the simulation goes dark. Like, the whole, like, the, the, the sun well is still standing, but, like, all the life, all the light, all the energy is just out of it. And Vex leans forward, so this is Retina. One week ago, all communication with the sun well died out and then she presses another button and a swirling vortex like symbol appears nearby and she goes and five days ago this energy reading appeared nearby and then she presses another button and two more vortices pop up and three days ago these energy signals pop by and then they all go they all go they all disappear and now it's quiet. We don't file. We don't know what any of this means. But they could. But pop, we do they know could be that popping up here next. They could, and that's 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 your first objective is to go and figure out what these energy signals are and what we have to worry about. Your second objective, and one red light starts blinking on in the sun well. Figure out who sent this distress signal and get them the hell out of there. Because while we can't be certain, there's almost no way that this is safe. Uh, what was dusk? Dusk being the term people in the Sunwell use for there are three levels of uh, of space. There's three levels of. Hold on, I'm gonna pull it up in the book so that I can describe them exactly. There is the Crimson, which is the area just outside of the protective light of the Sun Shard. There is the Dusk, which is the part of the wider unknown. This is the, just the general area around it. And then there is the Umbral, which is the areas where there is no light, where the light of the Sun Shards just does not reach, where who knows what is out there and who knows what can possibly be anticipated. And so uh, Vex leans over. Whoever's still in that Sunwell cannot be safe. What was Dusk is now Umbral. And you know as well as anybody that we in the we in Sunset don't let don't leave people behind. And so Never. I don't know what's waiting in there. I wish I could tell you more. I'm hoping that I'm hoping that if when, when, when you come back, you can tell us what's what's in there and what we should be ready for. 
But more importantly, I think I'm hoping that you can bring back whoever's in there because that's what matters. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I'll do this. All I mean, right. I don't, I don't, I don't know what choice there is, um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, uh, I'll do it. You know, that's, 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 that's why you're my favorite of, that's why you're my favorite one so, so far. <laughs> I'm your only one right now. You know? <laughs> well, well, I wasn't going to say it, but, and she, uh, and she smiles and at that moment, um, at that moment she smiles and laughs and she goes, Oh, and by the way, and you hear, uh, you hear chopper noises overhead, like touch down on the roof of your place. Don't say that I don't do anything for you. As she turns and starts to walk out. <laughs> you know, and, and I like, you know, yeah, like I just sort of like pat her on the shoulder as I like, you know, like, you know, thanks. You're the best. And I start, uh, getting prepared. I, I also just want to mention, I think, I think Vile is just, just sort of as Vile's coming to me, Vile's like a they, them pronouns. Mm-hmm. Got it. So and yeah, I think that you, you, I think you make your way up to the roof and there is, there is like a transit waiting for you and it lowers a ramp and they wheel out one of these giant, like six foot, like moving crate boxes and latches start to unfurl on the side and you get that, the the smoke and steam start to billow out of the side as it opens to reveal our spark suit. So this is where I'm going to throw it to you and say uh there are so there are a number of suit options of 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 spark options in the game. All of them have uh cool abilities, all of them have absolutely gorgeous art uh when you go pick mm-hmm. up the game you'll see the art they're all sick as hell. Uh, mm-hmm. And they all have different abilities, different ways that they interact with the game, and they they, are, they specialize in different things. Uh, what is your spark suit? I, you know, I, I had some thoughts uh, um, uh, earlier, but then as we started leading into um, this setup, which which I love, um, I decided like the best one is the drifter. Oh, I love it. Uh, I'll read the the description here. As technology of old Earth was uncovered and researched, it was melded with the new power of the sun shards. The drifter sparks firearms, launch bolts of fiery sunlight, and they bring an arsenal with them to adapt to any combat scenario. Few sparks can match the drifter's versatility for dealing death. As a drifter, you're effective in many different situations, but rely on your ability to position yourself in a fight to use your strengths. A jack-of-all-trades is a master of none, so you must learn what kind of deadeye you want to be or that your squad needs. Love it, mm-hmm. yeah, and I think I feel like his challenge. Uh, feel like their challenge right now is like their like like being so versatile has helped mm-hmm. them survive in all these situations. Right, it's like you know you get caught in one of these dangerous things and you don't have the tools in that moment. Um, you can just perish. Um, and and Vile always has the tools, but now Vile has to kind of have those tools, but also have some some power in themselves, like some extra power in themselves for these Mm -hmm. situations. I love it. So, uh, and the other thing that you're going to choose, uh, the other half of this is you are going to pick, uh, two, uh, you are going to pick two, uh, what is it? They are, uh, you are going to pick two flares. Mm Mm-hmm. 
you are going to uh so what are the things that you are especially like that you have added to the drifter the drifter spark to make it especially good flares are they are these options the um oh oh, oh, yeah okay no i see the flare okay so um the persistent and the power mod kind of things Mm -hmm. um uh definitely blood bullets love it um where where i can treat fuel drops as health drops um and then um uh mercury to move twice a turn love it yeah, perfect move twice good a um all right and so uh with that you you suit up you load onto the helicopter there is you can hear the cheering and like you can hear the noises even over the helicopter as everybody kind of watches you fly off. And there's just a moment of profound exhaustion that comes with that because you can just imagine how loud it is that you hear it in this moment. And you are flown off into into the dusk and into the umbral um, as you fly through the dusk. The, the glowing lights of the city, and I imagine it's a lot of it's a lot of, of neon washed light, it's big cyberpunk energy. Mm-hmm. Starts to turn into those like single the single street light streets where you just get that one orange light washes over an entire city street mm-hmm. and everything just becomes misty and a little like cold and your the, the visor on the drifter suit kind of starts to mist up a little bit as you hit the the humidity and the and the the dew point of it all, and then you pass through into the umbral, and that's when the helicopter's lights beam on, and it kind of floats to the ground, and you see flickering neon lights from a distance away. You can tell this is this is where uh, you can tell this is Retina. You can tell this is where this is the the Sunwell that you've been sent to investigate. The pilot hovers down, looks in your direction. Uh, we meet back up here in 12 hours. Okay. All right. Don't die. No plans. That's, that's what they all say. And the helicopter like drifts back away. And I think the first thing I am going to have happen is immediately, uh, immediately, the, uh, there are several, like, something grabs the helicopter as it starts to fly away. It is, like, an inky, uh, it is an inky, slimy, like, uh, like, thing just grabs at it and, like, wraps itself around one of the, oh, no. the landing things and starts to pull it down. It is, it is a, a pitch black ooze, like, wraps around it and starts to pull it down and you see several other, like, tendrils of this ooze start mm-hmm. to start to whip around oh no um uh, i will um i'm trying to think i um is, is like how like like if i shoot at it well is there a chance i'm gonna hit the helicopter you can see uh like a base of it well enough and you are a trained enough shot that the chance of you missing and hitting the helicopter is very slim unless you roll very poorly. 
I won't say it's a 0% chance, but, like, the chance is fairly slim. Okay. Um, I think I'm going to, um, use, uh, take aim. Mm-hmm. Uh, for, 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 first, I'm going to, first, I'm going to kind of, like, zip with Mercury. I'm going to kind of, like, dash. Um, like, like, there's kind of this part where it's like, like, you'd like see me start to like, uh, run, like to do the first step of a run. And then I sort of like, kind of like blink out. And then I like end up in like another spot. Mm-hmm. That's sort of like the, how the mercury manifests. Um, and so like, I kind of like get a vantage point. Love it. And then like, you know, sort of like I blink out. And then when I blink into the new place, I've got my, uh, I've got this like huge mech revolver. Uh, type thing, um, and like kind of like you know balancing it on my wrist, um, and taking aim, um, at kind of like maybe like a weak spot or something, um, and trying to shoot, um, the, uh, are, all right. So you are you are making um you are gonna roll with one of your attributes here. Mm-hmm. Um, you are going to this sounds like you are using uh so your three attributes are sun which is when you're making powerful, emotional, sweeping, and destructive moves. Moon, which is mm-hmm. reactive, quick, nimble, and effective. And Shade, which is methodical, practice, surgical, and patient. Mm-hmm. That said, I, uh, you, I believe, are you taking, are you using one of your uh, abilities here? Um, yeah, take aim. Okay, then actually you don't, let me see, hold on. So I de- deal damage equal to Shade at one enemy. Ah, okay, so you're going to, uh, so using your active powers requires you spend a point of fuel. Fuel mm-hmm. fuel allows you to use your abilities, um, and you don't have to roll for that. You automatically do that. You take aim, um, and like I said, you are a trained shot. Vile is, they're very good at this, and so you are able to... You feel the suit come to life. You effortlessly kind of take aim... And just like shooting a fire extinguisher, like you don't aim for the you don't aim for the flame, you aim for the base, and you just the first one of these uh, oozes just erupts and 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 goo splatters everywhere. Uh, the helicopter is let go, and it like it 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 floats up into the into the sky, uh, and the other two there are two more of these oozes, uh, and they both kind of like lunge in your direction. Um, one of them, one of them kind of like starts to fly in your direction. And as the helicopter flies away, I think, um, like as the helicopter flies away, the dilemma that you face is you realize how much of that light was being provided by like the helicopter's lights and how little light you're being provided by, retina off in the distance so you are fighting these you are fighting these oozes in much more dark than you than you than you were maybe prepared for a moment ago Mm. and that brings it back to your turn uh i have i have taken an enemy action which is moving closer to you and i have changed the fight by introducing the dark which means it goes back to your turn okay now um quick question a couple quick questions um for the attributes i know we have sun moon and shade um, yep. what, what are, uh, how do I determine my radians in these? Oh, um, you, so, uh, you start with one in each, 
and okay. you have four points to spread between those as you as you like. So you can decide what your what your strong suits are. So let me ask you now: what are your what are your are your three attributes? You have four points to spread among them. Um, definitely. Um, sh- uh, two points in shade. Shade is sort of like my my this is sort of what's gotten me here at mm-hmm. this part. Um, I must. I'm just very kind of like you know safety mind sort of look like several times before yeah. leaping. Um, and um, and then I think I think I think one each in sun and moon. Right. Like, okay. Kind of like I, I, I use those things like, you know, sort of like, you know, measure several times and cut once. And then I'll like, you know, like once I've got the situation in hand, then I might take one of these more different actions. Um, though yeah. it's, it's pretty rare someone sees me make a sun action. I um, love it. I love that, it. I, I have to be pretty angry for that. Uh, and so, uh, so those are your attributes. You'll roll with those to determine, uh, how you, how you how you act in or how you how you interact with the environment whenever you want to roll one of your attributes you'll roll that many six-sided dice and then you'll keep the highest result okay. uh that said there is one important thing that i didn't do uh beforehand or before the start of your turn which is you uh you took out an opponent uh, that generated a drop which means i roll a d6 uh, you gain that one fuel back the fuel that you spent to take aim you're able okay. to get that fuel and how back. much fuel do i have you have, let me double check. You have, uh, you start with, you start with two health and two fuel. I am going to say, uh, because you are, you are, you are flying solo and, oh, never mind. Uh, you, you get to customize this. You begin with two health and two fuel. You may then spend up to eight points uh, to increase those two totals. Ooh, okay. Eight points, um, and I start with two each. Um, yeah. I'm going to balance this towards fuel with the blood um, blood things. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm going to say I'm going to put um, six points in uh, six points. Yeah, six points in fuel, and then two points in health. So four health. Um, a little bit of a glass cannon, um, but um, I'm just trying trying to like move and be in the right position mm-hmm. um, a lot. So yeah, so uh, yeah, let me actually. Okay, so eight fuel, two health, or four health. Um, and so now that you've uh, moved those guys, how close are they? Like, what range band are they in? Um, one of them is, so range bands in Nova, there are, there are three or there are four of them. There are close, near, far, and beyond. Uh, one of them has shifted into close and the other one is, uh, is, is I'm going to say because it hasn't moved, it is, it is far from you. So there's one that's close and one that's far. Okay. Awesome. Um, so... Um, and, and, and do I have to move then take an action or can I take an action and then move? Uh, I believe you can take an action and move in any order. Okay, cool. Uh, so then I, so the one guy who's far, I'm going to, like I said, one guy's getting close. I'm actually going to sort of like, it looks like almost like I'm aiming at him, but I'm actually like sort of mm-hmm. aiming over its shoulder. And then I'm going to take aim and hit that other one um, with my shape. 
Uh, the, so, yeah, so, like, I deal my shade to one enemy at far range. So that is three damage. Yeah, you light this up. You light, you light that one up very specifically. Actually, four. Oh, four. Yeah, you, you've, you've, then, yeah, you, you send this one, uh, you send this one packing. Um, and then I am going to, um, use, uh, Mercury, um, which lets me move twice in a turn. To, like, zip out from the other one. So, like, I shoot and then, like, doof, 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 like, try and sort of, like, dash away. Uh, take two move actions away from the one who's come close. That's great. Uh, the one thing that I, I, I noticed that I forgot to mention is because Mercury is also a movability, you spent two fuel last action, which means that you are uh, at six fuel right now. Out of your <laughs> oh, okay. So so I spend money for these uh, persistent ones? Uh, to- let me make a hundred and ten percent sure. Um, oh no, no, no! They are just—they just alter the things that you do, so you don't have to spend money. Okay. Yeah. So uh, ignore, ignore all of that, and none of that will make that—that <laughs> that is that will all disappear because I'm going to make myself look good. <laughs> cool. Yeah. So you you uh you you fly backwards. Uh, you're able to because you've got Mercury. You're able to to leap back pretty effortlessly um and then on the turn of this other ooze i am gonna roll oh and do i get a drop from the guy that i take you out you do and you get uh you get one fuel back so you're back up to you're back up to eight fuel cool. however i think you may also lose a fuel because of the ability of this enemy Let oh me no just double check. no no Yes, um, because this enemy, this print in particular, uh, these ones are, uh, these ones are thirsty. These are considered thirst oozes, uh, mm. which means it has a little extra health. Um, one of the cool things about Nova is it gives you enemies and then it gives you a bunch of other variations on those enemies. Uh, these are thirst, uh, or these ones are thirst oozes, which have extra health. And if they survive a turn, if they survive a turn... They drain one of your fuel. So wait, are these like weaponized thirst traps? A little bit. (laughs) (laughs) It does. It does. I mean, it's, you know, look, look, it's uh, like, it's, it's ooze. There are, there are sections of the internet. We're not going to get into it today. (laughs) Uh, So, so uh, what happens is as you start to burst away, like it kind of like plungers a bit of a bit to your chest and you feel some of that energy like that you were that you were kind of Mm -hmm. recovering start to like drain out of you as you separate away and fly back and safely into far position okay so so i'm but so i do have far position yeah you do have far Um, position but you but you're still at seven fuel um um I mean, I'll, I'll I'll take I'll take aim at this guy again. Um, you know, I was just like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like when I see this stuff leeching, I was like, oh no, you do not. And I sort of like I don't even sort of do the uh, balance on the hands there. I just kind of like draw my hand out um, and then um, sort of uh, aim down the crosshairs and uh, take a shot. You uh, you obliterate it. It's got exactly four health, and your four damage uh, lights this thing up. Uh, and. You are you are left alone. The drop that you get is, uh, you get that one fuel back. You're back up to eight fuel, Woo-hoo. and you have uh, you have retina in the distance. And the thing that you see is another one of these portals open up, and 
shapes start to fly out of it into uh like onto and around the 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 sun well onto these like massive uh these massive like uh, massive blobs of this ooze start to start to latch onto this and for a moment through that portal you can see the glowing light of the only light left like you see the glowing light of the moon which is the the soul the soul light that that powers the planet at this point with the sun having exploded you see it crystal clear through this portal these are things these are things of the moon these are things of an alien artificial world beyond comprehension they exist in the void and they have bled out into uh into into this world onto the the city of retina hmm now do i have um no like um that distress signal do i have any like kind of sensors capable of picking up that up you do give me a give me a uh a roll for that give me a roll for that and i think that is going to like scan and really like understand the the readouts that you get i think that is going to be a shade roll so you're gonna okay. roll a 3d6 and pick the highest result okay uh four well i rolled like four fours love it incredible um the uh the the result that you get is a success with a consequence i think that the reading that you get you there you get that distress signal you can tell exactly where it is you can you can get there pretty quickly right like you've got jet boosters uh the jet the drifter is equipped with with jet boosters and you know, with outfitted with Mercury, like you're not slow. You get where you're going quickly, and also, you know, you can probably pierce through that wall and get to the hallway where this distress signal is lit from the inside. The problem is a lot of those, a lot of those shapes, those those things that are piercing through the void portal, seem to be heading exactly in that direction. So you're kind of on a race against time. Hmm. You know, last I checked, I'm pretty good at races. And I'm going to like, you know, like, and that, you know, like, I'm kind of like, you know, like thinking, like seeing that over and kind of uh, look at that. I'm going to kind of like um, head in, like I'm going to kind of dash in and try and figure out like, you know, so, you know, trying to keep an eye, like now that I've kind of know where it's at and the path I've got to go, kind of like dash in and try and sort of. Um, get there as quick as possible and sort of like kind of confront this, you know, whatever's going to be there by the void portal. Make me a make me a moon roll. Okay. Uh, three, three is a success with a consequence. Um, you're right. You you're you're fast. You're able to get there. Um, the problem is that I think that I think what you find is you're able to get there, but that's only half the battle. Uh, you you get to the outside of Retina. Like, you you race, uh, you're, you're reading the sensors of these things, uh, crawling through hallways. You're starting to get sensors of, like, life readings, like, life signs in this, what, like, where this distress signal is coming from, which is great. Like, there are actual people, like, people hiding in here and huddled in here, and... Mm-hmm. 
the the problem is you get there and I think the problem I think I know exactly what the problem you're going to run into is uh, you get there. The problem is there is something blocking your way. And then you also realize like this hallway runs in two directions. It's this the the Sunwell itself is this big round structure. It's built around the the Sun Shard, which is this gigantic crystal that like juts up and like the hallways are built around it. This hallway runs in a circle, which means that like there's a bunch of rubble between you and the between you and these people. And also there's not really a way that you're going to go that isn't that like once you're once you pull them out into the hallway, like you're going to have to face the challenge of which way they go, which way to go that isn't going to run you headlong into a mob of these of of these uh, monsters. Interesting. So can, can I try and clear them out before I get the people? Yes, yes, you can. You you can indeed you can indeed do that. How do you set up to try and ambush these uh, ambush these uh, these void beings? Hmm, that's a good question. Um, I think where like where do I uh, are are they in the hall? Like, are, are they um, in the- I, I think you punch through, I think, like, you get to the wall, and you punch through, and you're in this hallway, there's a pile of rubble, there's a door behind it that leads to where the distress signal is, and this is a large hallway, right? Think, like, a city block, think a, think a, a circular city block in all directions, and you can hear, you can hear puncturing, I think, a floor above you, kind of on the opposite end of where you are, if you picture the circle, you're at the 6 and they're at the 12. You can hear mm-hmm. them puncturing the roof and kind of like tearing and you hear kind of acid burning and metal wrenching and you can hear them coming down onto the floor or onto the floors above you from kind of the opposite side of this big circular hallway. Okay, uh, so so opposite side and like up above? Yeah, and they're okay. up above coming down to where you are. Okay, so I I, I feel like I want to... Like, maybe draw them out. Like, kind of, like, come up, like, kind of, like, move around to that area. Um, Okay. And, um, like, so I hear them making noises. They're like, will I have to, like, blow a, a, like, a, like, is there an opening into the ceiling? Like, opening to the next floor up, or? I think there is. I think there is. There's an opening you can take or you can blow blow a hole in the roof. I think there is like uh but I think that the there is like a there's kind of a stairwell that you could take or a or a lift you could take that's maybe thinking about a clock. If you're at the six, it's probably at the three. So so it's up you've got the choice of do you punch a hole through the ceiling or do you try or do you take hold at this stairwell and try to try to ambush them from there? Hmm. I think I feel like I'm gonna save ammo and take the stairs. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, you are. You make it up the stairs and uh, make me a I'm going to say make me a shade roll. I think that you I think this is you being this is you being surgical. This is you being methodical mm. more than being quick and nimble. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I want to see like... if you get the. Oh, no, you're going to say, sir. I was going to say, I want to see if you this is this is to see if you are able to get the drop on them. Yeah. Yeah. 
And I, and I think too, like just sort of visualizing it, like, you know, like using that sort of like dashing kind of thing. It's like, I sort of like, you just see uh vile, like kind of like sort of like in a position and then sort of like, uh, sort of like going kind of hazy and then like, reappearing in another thing in another position that's sort of how they sort of like tend to move they're like you know sort mm-hmm. of like mini teleports um from position to position um if anyone's ever seen dragon ball z the sort of like instant tram you know that thing where they do where they like yeah, hit the guy yeah. and then fade out and then appear oh yeah 100 percent. hey i got You're one six perfect uh zero consequences total success um, you can see, um, uh, here's what you see kind of jumping down floors. I think that you run up, I think you're listening to the noises and you run up. I think that currently this sort of, this sort of mob is maybe two floors above. So they're jumping onto the floor on top of where the distress signal is. Mm-hmm. And you, you, you come up the stairs, you creep around, you are unheard, and you hear them, you see them start to like tearing through floors. They're tearing down doors. They're looking in every single place, just trying to find, just trying to like find people as they continue to kind of like lay siege to, to retina. The thing that you see is, uh, you see a gigantic, probably like seven and a half feet tall, Get like semi biomechanical skeleton, and it is dripping with this dark ooze. It is, uh, it is a tormentor. It is, it is, it is part flesh, and like you see the the metal bones. Think like think think damaged Terminator is how I would describe okay. this thing. It is okay, and a- around it, around it, there are there are more of these like oozes crawling, and they start to periodically form shapes that are are skeletal themselves like they are skeletons and then they melt into ooze and they kind of reform into skeletons and melt into ooze and there are there are several of these oozes around this gigantic uh tormentor and the tormentor is specifically like ripping off doors and then the oozes are kind of skittering inside they're not finding much but they are like tearing through this and then finally like in the back i think there are three of these oozes going into doors uh, uh, there are several of these oozes and there is one, uh, like one of these, of these, uh, strict, uh, like biomechanical cyborg things is lurching around. It's got longer hair. It's, and it's more accurately controlling these oozes, right? Like it is, it is, you know, doing the kind of mm-hmm. like Sherlock mind palace stuff. And as it does, that is when the when the oozes like pour into the room. So there is an anomaly, witch, a tormentor and, uh, and several of these oozes and everyone seems to be answering to this anomaly, witch. okay. And Hmm. Jeez. Um, and how far, like what range are they from me? I'm going to say that they are, um, the, none of them have seen you. I think that the, uh, the oozes are beyond. I think that they have like segued into a room and are and are not present yet, but like depending on your actions might become present. The anomaly witch is probably far and the tormentor is probably near. It's not close. Okay. Um, hmm. So that anomaly witch looks 
like the boss. Um, so I think I'm going to like, you know, I sort of, you know, so I've got, you know, I've got the gun, like got my, like, re- you know, giant revolver, um, uh-huh. uh, and, uh, that shoots these blood, uh, like blood bullets. Um, and, you know, I sort of like, you know, as, as I'm like scanning the situation, I go and I like load the red bullets in there and then I, uh, you know, flick the thing back in the chamber and then, uh, spin it and I kind of like take aim. I like, you know, you'd see sort of like, uh, me like, you know, aiming at the tormentor, the oozes, and then like mm-hmm. finally honing in on the witch and, uh, I take aim, take a shot. And you deal four damage to the witch. Um, its head explodes spanner style. Oh, wow. you light this thing up. Um, and in doing so, panic erupts throughout everything else. I think the tormentor, um, I'm envisioning that it's got specifically these two kind of Tesla coil, big, like generator things on its back because the tormentor, it's thirst for energy is, is unmatched. And I imagine one of the things that it's been hunting for is is like power sources right like outlets generators things like that because this this Mm. thing specifically feeds on energy and i think when it senses your revolver go off that's when it senses the power source that is the drifter suit and like you see the the electrical coils on its back shoulder blade start to whir and it kind of starts to turn back towards you as the the oozes kind of skitter out in a panic and start kind of circling the uh, circling the witch and it, it, I mean, the tormentor turns back in your direction and it is going to, to dash towards you. It is going to bring itself into close range. Uh, you are going to get a drop, however, for taking out the, the, the witch. Okay. And you get one, you get one health back, but because you have an, you have blood bullets, you can use those as fuel. Wait, uh, so I think I think the it says I can do I have treat ba- fuel drops as health drops. Oh, then I've got it backwards. Then never mind. Uh, then yeah. you then 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 you have uh, you have health, but you are at full health at the moment. Right. Oh, uh, close range. I don't like that. Um. Mm, um. I mean, it could take a shot. Um, and it's just the tormentor in close range right now. The other just the tormentors are... in close in close range right now. Yeah, the other uh, the oozes are the oozes are uh, like scrambling around the witch, and I think that the the thing that I'm gonna add just to really make your day miserable, just to just to twist the knife as I as I end my turn. Once it, this thing like flashes, like its shoulder blades flash, and like all of the lights in this like stairwell shut off like it has absorbed all of that light into itself oh no okay so so now so what is it so so that light the lights being off like i I know i'm solar powered does that have any effects on sort of what i can do or is this just it powering up i think i am going to say i am i am thinking this through i'm trying to decide what i want how i want this to how i want this to to feel mechanically i think you I'm going to say if you are attacking this thing mm-hmm. uh 
if you are attacking this thing in the dark, it is going to require uh, extra. It's going to require one extra fuel to use any of your active powers because you have to find this thing first. Ooh, okay. Oh wow! So this could get sort of this could get expensive real fast. Um, you're at eight fuel or seven right now. Um, I'm at six. Six. Got it. Um. I will um, definitely don't want to duel it because I'll take some harm that way. Um, I will. Uh, hmm. Uh, hit fire. Um, where where I can deal uh, damage equal to my sun to a target within uh-huh. in near range. Um, so like when it gets close, I just sort of like, and it goes dark, I just sort of like, uh, go from like, you know, sort of draw the pistol, uh, draw the revolver back and then just sort of like, you know, start firing from the hip Uh in the dark, um, trying to sort of tag it up. And I think that the, I think that, yeah, you spend two fuel to do that, but I think that the thing that you see is the flashes of the revolver give you light, like enough to, to zoom in and... And take it and take it out. Right. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Like maybe that's what ends up spending some extra fuels. Like I'm, I'm using, I'm like, I, like I fire like a shot as a flashlight almost. And then like another Uh shot. And so I have to like, you know, sort of shoot as shoot double the amount of shots. Um, so I guess I deal two to him. You Uh, deal two damage. And then I, 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 I try and boogie out of range. Um, and kind of like high, like like sort of like cat and mouth, like like bam 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 bam, and then uh, move twice. Uh, yeah, so you are you are you are thoroughly out of uh, you you blast into far range, which was great because its harm is close. Uh, as it its fists come crashing down, and you just aren't there. And I think um, it uh, the move that it takes is. Uh, it, let me see here. Um, oh yeah. Okay. Um, I think the move that happens is you, you fly backwards, but because you've been, you've been kind of flipping around and, and shooting in kind of every which direction, Mm -hmm. the thing about moving in, in pitch darkness is that sometimes you lose track of your exact position. Mm -hmm. So when you darted back, you, you kind of darted back to where, where you thought like you just, you darted backwards to where you thought you, you were like had a moment of safe ground. And one of these, uh, and one of these, these oozes, uh, blasts you and like wraps its wraps the wraps itself like uh, like a skeletal arm around your neck and just like chokes you and throws you hard into a wall. Uh, take one take one harm. Ouch! And and then uh, before you get a moment to like to to shoot it back again, it has darted away because when it deals you a wound, it shifts back from close to near range. Oh, you little bugger! Okay. Yep. That's fair. Um, cool. Um, and now is it like pile? Is it like with a group of oozes? Um, it is now back with, I think that, I think you are, there are two oozes that you are in close range with, and there's one of them that is in near range. 
okay. think you are somewhat surrounded. Okay. And uh, the tormentor is... Still in the stairwell, so, so you have – so the light is back around you. You've kind of darted away from the pitch darkness. Okay. And, uh, like, is he, like, still – like, is he, like, near uh, I think that he is – he is far because you were far before. Okay. Um, or no, he is – he was – he's he's near to you. Yeah, he's near to you because he, he came in close range. So he is near to you. The two oozes are close and one ooze is far. Okay. Um – so, uh, I will, uh, I don't know how tough these, these ones are, but like, well, they're not helicopter big, so I, I'm, I'm assuming they're not going to be like too crazy. So I'm going to fan the hammer. Okay. Um, and, um, ideal, uh, choose close targets equal to my fuel, current fuel count. So four targets, um, who are close. So basically the two, and then mm-hmm. each target takes one harm. Uh, you light up all three of the oozes, you just, you, you, you light them on fire, and, uh, you dealt two damage to the Tormentor before? Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, you, you wipe out everybody. You've, you've, you've cleared the room. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Um, so yeah, I go crazy with it. Sick. I love, this is, this is exactly what I wanted. Um, and I think that the final beat... As we, uh, I think that you've cleared this, you've cleared this section of these, of these, of these, uh, creatures out. You've got a clear shot at the, the people behind the distress signal. You've just got to tell me how you, how you get through the, um, how you get through, uh, the debris or the roof or how you get to the people on the other side of that, of that wall. Ooh, um... I think, um, I think I have, like, something, um, from, like, uh, mm, uh, from one of the pyre, uh, from, from the, one of the other sparks, um, mm-hmm. like, I have, like, little, like, kind of, like, keepsakes and stuff and, like, tools from the other. Love it. Um, sparks, and so um, the uh, pr- uh, one of the other ones, um, uh, Sparks uh, Magma, um, who was a uh, pyre, uh, yeah, pyre Spark, um, uh-huh. had like a kind of like explosive, kind of like bo- like kind of like bomb kind of thing, um, that uh-huh. like like an impact bomb, and so I basically like set it up. Um, I don't want it to like blow into the door. Um, so I set it kind of like set it up, uh, on the side of the debris and then sort of stand to the side and then, uh, get my distance and shoot it. So it like blows everything side from the door in like one shot, like kind of like boom, uh, and then sort of like clears it out that way. I love it. Um, yeah, the, the, the door blows open. Um, I'm going to say spend a fuel, but also I remembered I have to roll four dice for four drops for you. So spend a point of fuel to do that. Okay. And the thing that you get, you get, um, I think it's, let me double check. You get two fuel back. Okay. Um, and on the other side, there is like a group of 
there is like a group of people like huddling and they're like fiddling with machines. Somebody is just screaming into into a communicator like, please, somebody hear this. If you can if you can receive this signal, these these are we're here are coordinates. We just we don't know how long. Does this count as having hurt? Yeah. Yeah, I guess it does. Hi. Sorry. Sorry to keep you waiting. No, no, we, we, we appreciate it. We, we don't know what happened. We just portal started opening and these things started and you see like a body of one of these, uh, of one of these and like a few like wasted, uh, like guns. And, but like clearly everything they had was to take down this one, uh, this one giant skeleton monster. Uh, specifically an executioner, which is just a gigantic, you know, bladed, big blade. Think Baraka from Mortal Kombat, the big blade hands. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, and everything they had took it down, you know, their construction equipment. And they just like hold, they hold themselves up in this room to just stay safe for as long as they could. Uh, and then they're just like, we, we didn't, we didn't know how long we had. We, our, our our spark is a few floors below this. We didn't we didn't have access to them. A few floors below this. Are they still alive? I haven't seen anything. No, but the the suit. We figured we figured we we were we were trying to find someone to take over the suit, and we hadn't. We thought we had more. We we assumed we had more time. Yeah, that can be a mistake sometimes, but, um, you know, we, we can, we, we can do something now. Where, where's the suit? Uh, he punches a few keys into a, into the, into a console and like a thing pops up on your HUD. That's just like a few floor. Like it's like three floors below you on the other side. And, you know, you see more of these shapes like running in that direction. Uh, you're once again in a race, and there are a lot more of them. And one of one of these signals is like drawing a tremendous amount of power. Is drawing like an un. It seems to be like almost one of these vortexes is like pulling this amount of power. If you don't get to this suit quick, you are going to be staring down uh, nothing less than an army. No. Oh. Um, now, if I send these people like kind of to the drop-off point, are, are, should there be a lot of dangers out there? Um, you you run a scan. Uh, give me a give me a shade roll. Okay. Uh, give me a shade roll to scan over the whole scene. I'll answer your question either way, and then you'll get uh, some five. extra info. Five total success. Um. So uh, I will say, ask me any one question in addition to that. The answer to your original question is. So much of the energy and the signals and the life signs that you're getting are co- are coalescing on this army. Like someone, a presence has brought together this this army into this location and they are moving towards that spark. The nice thing is that means that if you send away these people to the drop site. No one's you c- there for them. Yeah, they'll be able to get there safely. The other thing that I'll tell you. you might not be able to fight this on your own. It might, you know, this might be a, this might be a run and gun. 
to get that suit and get out of there. I mean, you yeah. know, like, yeah, yeah, no, no, th- th- this sounds like, um, uh, discretion, uh, and, uh, sort of running being the better part of valor, mm-hmm. um, here. Um, okay. So, so I, I think I'll, you know, just, uh, tell them, okay. Um, here's some coordinates. Like I'll, I'll send them into your, uh, data pad or, or whatever you've got. Um, go there. Um, they'll pick up. Um, they'll take you to, um, the sunset, um, sunwell. Um, retinas time is over, but you can start again. Um, I have to see about that spark suit. So, uh, pardon me. You know, and then I, and then I'll like mm-hmm. kind of just I won't even stay around. I will like zip out, right? Because I, I gotta uh, go. And you see them, you see them like crawling, crawling, like running down the stairwell towards towards the exit, uh, towards the ground floor. And you you know in your heart that they're going to make it to the drop point. Um, you're able to pretty effortlessly run to uh to where this. Uh, to where this 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 uh spark suit is, you're able to get to it. It's in another one of these big uh these big boxes. You're able to kind of like strap it to your back, and the thing that you you can hear them all around you. You get the scanning, and you finally like get your first glimpse at what you're staring down. Um, is skeleton with some bits of flesh running through it. Um, and it is standing. It is like wearing like a flowing tattered it looks like at one point it was a lab coat that has been so weathered that it has become a cape um and it is standing and it is it is gesturing with its bony hands uh signaling ooze and it specifically is signaling four dark oozes two of these bladed executioners two of these anomaly witches two tormentors and a and and a horde aegis which is uh like a flowing ooze sack uh, around a skeleton because it is a it is the uh it heals the oozes itself and this is the army of quietus the lich the techno mage that controls the ooze and its horde as it as it shifts the world around it like i said mm. you are not going to be able to fight your way through all of this but uh however much you need to fight through to get out of here you can fight through to get out of here okay um, I so think they're they, all far from you right now. Far from me right now. Um, hmm. Like, are there like some of these scenes? Like, so like, my drifter's pretty fast. Like, mm-hmm. is it possible to like outrun these scenes, or, or is there something that's bound to catch me, even at like the double move? I think you can give me a roll. I'll say you can give me a roll, and I will. Uh. Add a rule for your because you have mercury. I will say you can spend uh, a point of fuel to add an extra die to your. Uh, this is going to be a a moon roll because I think this is about being quick. I think you can spend fuel to add dice to your moon roll. Oh, awesome! Oh, you know what I'm going to do to be kind of like dramatic about this. Um, mm-hmm. can I, so I have four fuel left. Yep. Can I spend my four fuel? And that, which actually, like when I run, when you run at zero fuel, you can activate your, your supernova. 
Mm-hmm. And it feels like kind of like like I'd kind of use that up there. And if I if I somehow don't do it, um, I'm still sort of like I'm like also now powered up in a desperation move. Yep. Love it. Okay. So uh, so I get my two plus my four from Bernie the Fuel. And uh, let's try that. Uh, hopefully this is kind to me. Um, all those dice and I rolled one five, which is. That's it. That's all you, that's all you needed. That's all you needed. Uh, you are able to get out of there with no, with no difficulty. And before you go, you are able to activate your, your supernova ability. Ooh, okay, cool. So, so so how I'm, how I'm visioning it is kind of like, I like see it and I was like, okay, uh, I gotta go. Uh, and I, you know, turn and, um, like there's that kind of like dash, that mini, like sort of like moving so fast, it sort of looks like I'm teleporting kind of thing, but sustained Mm -hmm. over time where I'm like blowing the fuel, I just sort of like make this like trail of kind of like, kind of like pale blue light. And so it's just like, I'm just a streak, like you know, sort of like running sort of like across the like wasteland um, and mm-hmm. like the, the fiends of retina. Um, and I think there's like some like, you know, like maybe like a wall or gate that they would sort of come through. Um, and sort of when I, you know, I kind of stop there, I've got some good distance. They're still like coming at me. And I think I want to use a supernova like on the gate. Right. So like, I'm kind mm-hmm. of like, like kind of, encased like i'm like now that i'm empty of fuel i'm like encased in this sort of like like sort of this pale blue like circuit of light over me Mm -hmm. and then i just like pull out my other gun and then just boom 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 and just like shoot down the gate so they can't like cross it or anything that's sick that's that's amazing uh and then you know and then i was just like uh you know won't be seeing you. And then like, kind of like, you know, and, and like, I'm like spent out of, you know, sort of like normal fuel. So I'm just, I'm just normally running quickly. Yeah. To meet the people. And you, you tear past, um, you, I think, I think the, the, I do, I, I do want to give you, because it's a supernova and it's extra, extra big and extra badass. I think that you do tear a, a holy hell path through about half of this army uh because your ability because of the bullet hell ability is you deal damage to everyone within a certain range Mm. i am gonna let you do damage to all of these things which means you wipe out all four of those oozes and nearly wipe out everything else is like damaged and injured but you 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 put these things through hell and i think um as you are flying you see the helicopter coming down. You see it, and you you uh, you get a uh, like a calm signal in the drifter suit, and it is this it is this skull, and it's got ooze dripping off of it, and it just says, "Tell sunset that Retina is the property of Quietus, and that we will see each other again." Um. Hmm. Um, I'm not your messenger. Um, I, I'm not your messenger. I'm your doom. Yo. Good. Uh, and then, and then you, I just, you, I, I just like holster, I just holster my guns and just sort of like stand like, and just sort of like give them like the eye in defiance. And you, you, uh, you turn back, you look, 
you bow, you board the helicopter, the, the, the lot of you get away, you come back, uh, Vex is waiting for you on the helipad, you can see there is a tear in her eye as people climb off, and I think that the last thing that we see is you are standing next to another spark. Uh, this one is a a warden's. Which oh, what I is was, the other? I was, just, I was just thinking the warden. That was like perfect. It's perfect. I love it. And the warden is this big honking thing. It's got it's got a gigantic shield, and the two of you are standing looking. Uh, you can see Retina in the horizon, uh, surrounded by light, and you just keep thinking about that skull. But the important thing is that now you're not going to fight this thing alone. Mm-hmm. And I, and I think I think kind of like like also like when we're standing we're like standing there's another one of those freaking celebrations and we're just like mm-hmm. uh, you know like I kind of like like lean over to the warden and was like get ready there are a lot of these are they all this loud yes but uh, it's okay you'll get you'll get used to it okay and we see the two of you standing we see the celebration below we pan out over the city of sunset. And that is game. Woo! That kicked ass. That was amazing. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> that was so much fun. Ah, oh, Quinn, thank you so much for playing this with me. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Yeah, this th- was a blast so and much. a half. This is, this is awesome. This is, this is great. Thank, thank, uh, thank for helping set this out. Oh, this was a, this was amazing. What a good what a good experience, top to bottom. So, real quick before we wrap up, where can people find you online? Um. Generally, uh, you can find me uh, at uh, QH underscore uh, Murphy on Twitter. Uh, I am almost always talking about some random game thing. Um, so, uh, you know, I, I, I like to make threads about stuff. So, Love it. Uh, my friend, thank you so much. This is amazing. Um, I will plug... I've- I will plug everything Nova related in the intro and the outro. Check the show notes for more information about Nova. And for now, I'm going to throw it over to me in the future so that he can wrap up with the show. Take a future, me. Thanks, past me. And thanks again to Quinn for coming on to the show. That game was, honestly, it was just a joy to play with Quinn. Like, we have wanted to play a game together for so very long. And, like, I'm just so happy that we finally got the chance. And that it turned out to be a game as fun as that and as joyful as Nova can be. Like, I could not be happier. I am smiling ear to ear, just reminiscing about the experience. Now, be sure to follow Quinn on Twitter at QH Murphy. Be sure to head to gillarpgs.itch.io to pick up your copy of Nova. And Defianonke, that's D-E-F-Y-A-N-A-N-K-E.itch.io to pick up your copy of Nova Umbral. And then while you're on Twitter, follow us at Party of One Pod. Like the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash partyofonepodcast. Join our Discord community to talk about the show at bit.ly slash partyofonediscord. Or head to our merch store at bit.ly slash partyofonemerch. Uh, There is a merch sale happening from now until May 15th. T-shirts are cheap. Go buy yourself a T-shirt. Get yourself the new Future Me Past Me shirt designed by friend of the show, Caro Assertion. Um, You can find that at bit.ly slash partyofonemerch. Other ways you can support the show include financially at patreon.com slash jeffstormer or kofi.com slash jeffstormer, or you can tell a friend about the show, leave us a review wherever your favorite podcasts are found, tell a friend about the show, which I may or may not have already said, I don't remember, or do any any of these things that help us do bigger, better, and cooler things. They all mean a lot, they all help the show grow, and I appreciate every single one of them. 
Another thing that you can do, not for supporting this show, but just like as a fun thing I think you would enjoy, check out All My Fantasy Children, a character creation, storytelling, and world-building podcast on the One Shot Podcast Network, in which every episode, my best friend Aaron Catano Saez and I take a listener-submitted prompt, we spin it into an original fantasy character, and populate a shared universe, one story at a time. New episodes drop every Friday-ish at Party of One, nope, at OneShotPodcast.com. Party of One is produced and edited, as always, by Jeff Stormer and Jen Frank. All music for the show comes from the song Infinite Lives by Megaran, featuring the D&D Sluggers, and the Party of One logo is by Evan Rowland. If you'd like to inquire about advertising rates coming onto the show as a guest or about press coverage of the show, you can email me at partyofonepodcast at gmail.com. And I think that's it here, so until next time, thank you so much for listening. Remember to fight the forces of fascism every single day. Remember that self-love and self-care are radical and defiant acts of resistance. And as always, party on, everybody!